Hello and welcome everybody to the Bocce Bros Podcast. This is Dante Lovell. I am joined here by my fellow Bocce Brothers, Chris Lovell and Anthony Cugini. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we have a lovely episode here for you today with episode 22 with Chris Federico. He's the vice president of the Wycliffe Italian American Club located near Cleveland, Ohio. We're going to see him this weekend, actually, for the Memorial Tournament, which is a 48-team T, uh, tournament, which, to believe it or not, isn't even their biggest tournament held at Wycliffe and INA. So we're going to dive into that amongst many other bocce-related topics and non-bocce-related topics. So as always, thank you for tuning in. Check out the bocchebros.com for all your apparel needs, as well as podcast information, tournament information, and all things bocce. This episode is sponsored by Club Molasani, located in Wycliffe, Ohio. The 2022 Club Molasani Charities Invitational Bocce Tournament, which will be held June 24th through 26th. They had 64 teams last year and are looking to do the same this year. $240 per team, 100% payout. It is a double elimination style tournament. USBF International Rules, the back wall is dead. They have five beautiful synthetic courts, a cigar lounge. There will be live entertainment all weekend. Rick and Sharon on Friday. On Saturday, DJ Umberto Flippelli, Italian DJ he is. Live streaming games, cash bar, and food for purchase. Raffles, prizes, and merchandise all weekend. Not to forget Rick the Magician, which will be there on Sunday. So please join us June 24th through 26th at Club Molasani. If you are interested in becoming a Bocce Bros sponsor, please reach out to us. Shoot us a DM on any of our social media platforms. Email or just contact us by phone. Obviously, everything uh, under our name is at the Bocce Bros. We are the Bocce Bros at gmail.com. La 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 bamba. <laughs> la 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 bamba. I thought you liked that song, Anthony. Why is there an inside joke? Bamba, bamba. Why, is it, why, is this, why is this a joke? We never posted that podcast. I lost it. I'm so oh, mad. lost it. Another one of the lost files. Man. I really did, though. I was so upset because I, I love the opening of that. It was me, Anthony, and Carmen when you guys, Yeah, when you guys... I wasn't yeah. here. You guys got hammered and we played Wii Sports. We recorded a three-hour podcast. And <laughs> yes. We started it off... We were all drunk. And we started it off with singing La Bamba. And you lost the whole episode? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm getting a new laptop. Everything's going to be fine. Oh. That's gonna, two episodes he's lost at this point. We're going to rebrand. <laughs> Shout out to Guy. Well, you know, guys, we work with what we have, you know? Work with what I have. At least I'm organizing the goddamn podcast, okay? <laughs> at least it's one thing I'm doing <laughs> for us. You guys are doing a lot else, so. Uh, let's talk about, what, this past weekend? The, yeah. the, the fun time we had? Yeah. Let's do it. So well, we traveled out to Chesterland, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio area to the Flesher household. Jerry Sr., Jerry Jr., Flesher, Devil's Trucking, Mr. Excavator. They have their own courts. We've talked about it enough on these episodes. They have their own courts at their house, a pool, a softball field, mm. a ba- uh, half-court basketball court in their driveway, and mm-hmm. um, I can't say enough about their hospitality. We get there. You don't pay for a drink. You don't pay for food. They take care of you. Um, they're wonderful people. Yeah, we enjoyed ourselves, I would so, say. Wouldn't you guys agree? Big shout out to yeah. those guys, for sure, 100%. Uh, 
Especially the uh, I, I learned about the bell. I've been there once, but I heard the bell, but but I didn't understand it. I just kept hearing it, and then everyone would cheer at the bar. Can someone explain that? Oh, Apparently, I understood it this week. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Anthony Dante doesn't hang out at the bar there. Now yeah. I know he drinks, but he doesn't hang out. I at barely, the bar. I barely. So drink. if you are around the bar when the bell rings, you have to do a shot. And at first, it was like a couple early in the day, so we were fine. And then after our third game, Anthony and I were. We're hanging out at the bar a little too much, and it rang maybe two or three times, which could explain our, our level of play for that last game. And that's a genius yeah. by, by the Jerrys for implementing that. Yeah. Genius. Because we, we played well as a team, right? It was you, me, uh, so Dante Lovell, Chris Lovell, myself, and then my dad. Mm. And we, we played well, I thought. 100%. And we, we held our own. Well, yeah, for sure. Uh, Paolo, shout out to Paolo, Kujin, Anthony's dad. Uh, so Dante was our pointer. Paulo was second point. I was uh, second shooter. Anthony was first shooter. But whenever we needed a big roll, I mean, Dante was his pointing lights out. Whenever we needed a big roll with that second pointer, uh, Mr. Cugini stood up. And a lot of people uh, recognize that. So got to shout your dad out, Anthony, for sure. We didn't see you uh, get too mad this weekend. Oh, there was a moment or two. But, yeah, a little less mad than we've seen in recent history. Mad. Cugini. You know who loves a mad Cugini? Joe Palumbo. <laughs> he said he said he has a good like tagline. He's like Mad Cugini. Oh, he has a great voice a good, for it. That was it. a Joe. That was yeah, a good was Joe good. impression. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I just I just leave the court at this point. I just walk away. I know that which makes me oh, even more gosh. upset. Yeah. So <laughs> so someone rolls and we're trying to figure he did out this strategy. In New York. He did this in New York too. So it's me. Ant, or me, uh, Mr. Cugini, and Dante were talking. We're like, yeah, maybe we could do this. We're like, well, let's see what Anthony has to say. We, we turn around, <laughs> and this guy's in center field <laughs> in, the, in the backyard. We're like, what are you doing walking over in there, center dude? Field. What the? <laughs> what? Where are I've you? I've learned if I walk away, there can't be cameras on me, and no one can tape me. So oh I try to just walk away at this point. It's all right. Well, we need you because the game's never over. There was no, a game I... this weekend that was 11 to 1. And guess yeah, guess yeah. which team won? That's nuts. I heard. Not the I game heard that, they were down 11 one. That's the, the team that won it all, I think, right? That was Russ's team. Russ's team was down. Wow. It was the one down. They ended up going to win it all. So we had I didn't it, know that. Club Molsani, number four, uh, went out to win it all. Who was on the team? It was Russ. It was Doug Carter, uh, Pete, uh, the GOAT, Melaragno, and Pino. And then you can check all those winners out from other tournaments, too, at thebocchibros.com. You'll see the picture, names, team name, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, phenomenal tournament. Thought it was a blast. Uh, which leads us to, is there anything else about this past weekend, no, guys, th- that you th- want to talk about? Thank you to the Flesters, who are always just an amazing host and just mm. uh, better people. Uh, can't wait for the many other tournaments you have scheduled. Uh, check thebocchibros.com again. We just added new tournaments, actually, yesterday. Three new tournaments to be exact. Ooh. That's right. You just you probably were thinking to yourself if you're listening to this, wow, there's not enough bocce tournaments in this year. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> we got three more just that. Big surprise. Yeah, big surprise. We're, we're now starting to do them on weekdays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, quit your job. You could win one thousand dollars uh, on a random Monday. But uh, no, we don't have anything else. I just wanted to shout out the Fleshers. Shout out to them. Uh, thank you once again. Look forward to it. And without further ado, let's talk about our guest. Yeah, Chris Federico, 
uh, from out in Cleveland, Ohio. He's the vice president of Wycliffe Italian American Club, mm-hmm. and he is uh, one of the uh, people on that board spearheading the memorial tournament this weekend, which the Bocce Bros will be traveling up to yep. Cleveland, Ohio for. So uh, we talk, you know, this weekend uh, amongst many other things. So please enjoy the episode. Yeah, and also, guys. We're going to probably be streaming a little bit, but so is Wycliffe. Mm-hmm. So if you go to their Facebook page, Wycliffe INA, you'll be able to see some live bocce. Yeah. So thank you. Without further ado, let's start the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. Chris Federico. Chris, thank you for joining us on the Bocce Bros Podcast. How are you doing tonight? Good. Good, guys. How are you guys? I'm doing well, man. We're doing well. So we're just talking a little bit before you hopped on here about this weekend's tournament. And for those of you listening, we're talking about the Wycliffe INA tournament. We're going we're gonna to dive into that, but I want to talk about our guest this evening, Chris Federico. Chris, go ahead and just give the listeners a little bit about where you're from, you know, what you do, a little bit about yourself, and just give them a taste of who you are as a person, and then we'll dive into the bocce. Sure, sure. Um, so I have been in Cleveland all my life. Um, been playing bocce for every, for about 10 to 15 years. Um, started with, you know, friends of mine. Um, some that don't even play any longer, but just kind of continued into it and met so many nice, great people along the way. Question for you, right off the rip here. Um, a lot of people who get into bocce are either, you know, they they've had sports they've played before, or they had games or little thing, little hobbies they did prior to bocce. Did you have any of those? Did you do anything prior to bocce? Um, as an adult, probably like some softball and stuff. Softball, but yeah. um, going in in high school, um, throughout, I played basketball up to freshman year, and then afterwards, you know. Played uh, did some bowling leagues and shit like and stuff like that. So. You can You're swear. Like, yeah, you, you can, can swear. Here. Don't we worry. Encourage okay. that. Yeah, <laughs> we don't get fined or anything. <laughs> what? Uh, where did you start playing bocce at? Fifteen years ago. It was actually INA. It was actually at the INA. That's where I started, and then, you know, my friends went up to you know Mayfield Heights Park. Uh, just kind of rolled around a little bit and started messing around with the all the pros like Pete, Tony. Mm-hmm. You know, Bruno back in the day. So were you a member uh, prior to playing bocce? Or is that when you just started joining and you said, hey, they, they have courts? No. Yeah, okay. I joined the INA probably around 10 years ago. Um, maybe a little less, eight, eight nine years ago maybe. Mm-hmm. And then um, I joined Molasani two years ago now. Okay. So. Yeah, those two, are they're very close to each other. That's, that's kind of nice to have. Yeah, yeah, they're about a half mile away. Yeah, that's great. Now, so these these friends, who who were your friends when you started? Are they still playing? Are they your team um, now? Yeah, they're still playing. There's a lot of them are still playing. Um, like the, one of the guys who actually really got me into it, he actually passed away um, about three four months three four months ago, something like that. Uh, sorry to hear that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're looking at Mike Ionetta, um, his father. Um, I mean. It, those those guys are I, I grew up with Mike um, and then you know again just developed a lot of friends throughout the years um, you know just something you can't change you know life-changing friends it's awesome 100 percent so I have to ask you 
you have a pretty uh, unique style of pointing. I, I consider you one of the better pointers in, in these tournaments, and I'm not just saying that because you're on here. I texted these guys. You did. that. Um, <laughs> you, you do like the low toss. Sometimes you're on the ground after you throw. Uh, where did that develop? So, like, we always talk about bocce forms and stuff. Everyone like has that. their own. That's yeah. why it's so unique. And right. Chris, sometimes he gets a little seductive with it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I look for an imprint on the ground there. I'm like, what's going on down there? <laughs> I've, I've left imprints before. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I just, I, well, after watching a few other people play, you know, a lot of other guys play, and then, you know, throughout the years practicing and just, developing your own style i guess um it is kind of funny because i'm pretty damn dirty after after tournaments right i'm over with but yeah i don't know i I couldn't really tell you where i got the style from it just no that's true there's a question on last week's podcast about you know how how do you practice and create your own form and this and that and you know, my answer was you got to watch other guys as they throw and and maybe mimic them, but also you're going to add your own twist and, and feel Absolutely. see what feels comfortable to you. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we got into this um, a year ago, just a little over a year ago, Chris and I. Anthony's been, when I say got into this, I mean like playing competitively at tournaments, you know, Northeast Ohio, wherever it may be, we're traveling now. Um, but, you know, Anthony's been in for like 15 years at JAC, so you may you may know Anthony a little more, but... You know, you start to learn these teams and these people, like, team names, like, you recognize. And, like, for, you know, for you, it's CPF. And I've seen you win, you know, multiple championships. And I'm like, oh, CPF, Chris Federico. What is CPF? Uh, just give a little uh, blurb about that real quick. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, CPF are my initials. Um, it's actually, a, I have a home inspection business on the side. So it's actually that the, the full team name is CPF Home Inspections. Okay. Um, people just don't want to write home inspections after CPF. It's just easier <laughs> to say CPF. But yeah, it's it's a it's a side business I have. I've had it since 2017. Nice. Um, yeah, that's it, really. There you go. So if you need uh, some home inspections done, go ahead and call Chris Federico at CPF Home Inspections. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Who, Chris, who's uh, who's your, your typical team? Are you pretty cons- you guys pr- pretty consistent with that, or uh, does it shuffle yeah. around a bit? Yeah, no, I mean, for the most part, we like to stay consistent. I mean, me and Jimmy DeFranco have been kind of, like, tied together. Um, love playing with Jimmy. Again, um, I met him a couple years ago um, playing in league at NEO, and it just developed into, like, a, a great friendship. You know, he's a he's become a great friend of mine. Mm. Um, and then moving along with, you know, Tony, uh, Tony Melorano Sr. this year. Um, and then kind of on... Mixing it up between Ron Capagreco, we're playing this weekend. He's going to play with his son. So um, we kind of had to mix it up a little bit to find a fourth. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, one of these days, you know, when my when my kids are old enough to play, you know, I'll, I'll probably do the same. So 100%. They're, they're not going to have you on their team, though. <laughs> probably. Probably not. I mean, they'll, they'll probably be like, no, absolutely not, Dad. You're... <laughs> you leave too many imprints in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> You're embarrassing me. Yeah, right. no. <laughs> no. So what was the last tournament um, CPF won? I think the last one that we won was JAC last year. Nice. It's a big one. It's a tough one. But it was uh, it was kind of a mix-up. It was like me, Jimmy, Doug Carter, and Pete. Mm. So, nice. I mean, I was surrounded by three good guys, like three yeah. 
great top guys. You know what I mean? And it, it just gives you a better chance. You know what I mean? It, we all played really well. Um, we had a good, again, we had a good draw, but either way, you got to still play the good teams, you know, the better teams at the end, no matter what. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, Mike runs a good tournament down there. Um, it's a fun tournament. Um, yeah, it's fun. So this past weekend and other tournaments that occur, I realize how important it is to stay fresh, to uh, not get too drunk. Hmm. Um, you know, you go to these tournaments, they're long, you know, whether it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday tournament, Friday, Saturday, all day Saturday. They start early, they end late, come back early Sunday morning. Do you like? Do you have like your own little thing that you do? Do you stay hydrated? Like I, I was thinking, I was telling Anthony because we took a few shots before our last game last Saturday, and I was like, hey, maybe we shouldn't take that many shots next tournament. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're actually you're actually asking probably the wrong person. Um, I'm not that big of a drinker to begin with. Okay. Um, I mean, the only thing you're really catching me drinking is Red Bull throughout the day. Um, <laughs> Gives you. Wind. It's actually kind of funny the. Uh, the tournament that we won at Jerry's house was the first high stakes. Um, so what was it two years ago? And yeah. I think, I think I had probably five, 16 ounce Red Bulls that day. Oh my Lord. Um, and I, I, I'm serious. I feel like I, that's what made me win or help win the tournament. You know, it, it's like you have those, you know, do you ever change your underwear? Or you have the lucky socks or, <laughs> I was just going like, to ask. I feel like the Red Bull, the you, Red Bull is my lucky thing. Do you drink five Red Bulls? That was with Mike, right? Yeah, that was. That yeah. was and, I, and I remember the, the ball he rolled in to either win the game, if I remember right, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. And he didn't, even re- he didn't even realize we won the game. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that video very clearly in my head. Yep. Wow. Yep. So I was asking the right guy. It's don't drink and drink a shit ton of Red Bulls. Yes. All right. Yes. I might have a heart attack on court nine this weekend, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, you could be like Ron Dog and drink nothing but Pepsi all day. <laughs> Ron right. Dog. I mean, Chris, you sounds won, like caffeine's uh, caffeine's the key. Yes, that's what I'm hearing. That's... Chris, you won our tournament last year, the Cugini Classic, didn't you? Yeah, actually, you know what? That was the last one. Yeah, I thought so. I, I was... apologize. Yeah, that, no, and, and you know what? Though that was a fun tournament. It really was, even though the weather was kind of crappy. It was a fun time. Um, and again, the hospitality was there, you know, we try to do wherever we go, we get great hospitality and we try to do the same for everybody coming out of town too. Yeah. 100%. I mean, it's nice to have tournaments like, you know, th- the ones Wycliffe throws or the one Mike Chipolo throws at the JAC where they just take care of you. Uh, yeah. so we, yeah. we try, you know, that was our second tournament. We're, we're learning still, but to see that, you know, we try and follow suit. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it, it, either way. I mean, by far, I mean, even going to Jerry's house, he is just oh, the best. hands down one of the most generous people I've ever met. Without um, hands down, nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's only six courts away from Tyne Wycliffe at this point. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, it's not like he doesn't have the room for it. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I told him I said they won't need the baseball field soon enough and might as well just extend it out to right field and, you know, hold it a, a, a major. But, Absolutely. Uh, but speaking all of it, make it all the way down to, to, to uh, 306. <laughs> all the way down the driveway. Uh, speaking of big tournaments, big courts, 
let's talk about this weekend, Chris. So we have the Memorial Tournament, um, which last year was um, in honor of Mike Contura. Um, rest in peace. I know I met him at the at Jerry's, speaking of Jerry's, and that was one of my first tournaments. Um, but I'm looking forward to this weekend, and I know that – so you're the – and correct me if I'm wrong. Is it president, vice president or president? Uh, vice president at Wycliffe. Vice yeah, president at Wycliffe. Okay, and then you're having this huge tournament. It's about 48 teams, which is – as far as tournaments goes, that this is no little tournament. It's ha- about half the Cleveland Challenge Cup, which is crazy to think about how big that is, and this is still that big. But talk to us about this tournament this weekend, uh, what you guys did for this year's and moving on for, uh, forward trophy – and just what we can expect. Yeah, no, um, it was actually kind of funny, you know, in, in the in the midst of it, you know, just to throw out, you know, a few names of people who have helped me organize it. You know, we got Chuck Britton, Todd Latessa, um, Luciano, um, Johnny DeFranco. I'm not sure if anyone knows Johnny, but great guy. You'll meet him this weekend if you haven't met him before. Um, you know, it's it just without the help of these guys, it, it, it just wouldn't be possible. You know what I mean? And, and we try our best to make it happen and, you know, show the hospitality towards everybody coming. But we actually just talked about it yesterday when we did the draw. Um, it's, it's almost like a INA Cleveland challenge cup cut in half with like, not the have, have a good time team, mm-hmm. you know, like the more serious competitive teams, out of 48, you know what I mean? Um, so it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of competition, even pulling the draw and doing the draw yesterday. It was like, man, I think every game is going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, so it's, it's going to be fun. You know, it really is. And then, you know, I thought we thought it would be fun to create a different type of trophy. So, um, you know, we kind of made a belt championship belt. Thought it was a pretty cool idea. I remember talking to Dante about it mm-hmm. um, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was a cool idea. So thought it was, the winner gets to keep the belt, right, like at their house for a year and then return it, or do they only get to take a picture with it? How does that work? Yeah, so it's, so it's almost like being treated like the JAC trophy. Um, you know, you can take it home for the year. Um, we're also going to have a separate plaque, you know, we'll okay. engrave your name in the year and everything like that. And then for the following year, you know, we'll have it ready for the next winner. Awesome. So. That's exciting. I know that that's yeah. gonna, and this is like the uh, I kind of um, equivalent this to because big Buckeye fan over here, Ohio State grad, um, when they won the it was a twenty fourteen national championship. Twenty. Mm-hmm. As long as we're not talking about the two thousand championship, we're good. <laughs> the 2000? Co- coming from a Miami Hurricane oh, fan. Oh man, here we go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I basically it's like the first you know play uh, you know when they college switched to a playoff format it was like the undisputed so this is like yeah. the first uh, of the new era you know this trophy so exciting I know a lot of people yeah. were excited for it it was uh, just looking at the comments on Facebook yeah no it's it, I think it's a pretty cool idea mm-hmm. um, people seem to like the idea yeah. so I've had a positive you know feedback about it so good. good. Now, are you guys live streaming anything this weekend? We will be. Yeah, we'll be live streaming at least, you know, one court per, you know, game or whatever. We'll probably move it around a little bit. But, okay. um, you know, I remember talking to you guys. You guys are more than welcome to stream as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, as, as many games as we can get out there and, you know, keep this going, I think it would be awesome. Yeah. Are you trying to get it bigger? I mean, you sold out pretty fast, I remember, right? Yeah, I mean – 
I, we sold it out in less than 18 hours. Wow. Um, to wow. 42 teams. 48, 40, that's nuts. That's crazy. So are you thinking about going bigger or are you thinking you're going to try to keep it to one day? Well, I mean, the one day is great. I know a lot of feedback I've gotten is, hey, the feedback for a one day is awesome. Let's keep it one day. Yeah. Um, get any more teams really than 48, it kind of cuts it cuts it pretty close. Yeah. I know last year we did up the games up to 14. In order to move it to 48 teams, we had we had to cut it down all games to 13, kind of save a little bit of time there. Yeah. Um, I know last year um, ABV and I think Tron were in the finals. Yeah, they went all the way to the end, right? Yeah. Came out of losers and won, right? ABV? Correct, yeah. So, I mean, and, and I think we finished it with about 11.30, quarter 12. Yeah. So, but I mean, it was, a, it was a long day, long day for the players and long day for me. Um, cause last year really didn't have too much help outside of Luciano and honestly, my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember your wife was there kind of directing people. Shout out yeah, to Kate. She, was, out to she Kate. was like the Gestapo, like on the microphone uh-huh. getting people where they need to be, man. <laughs> I love it. Um, but I mean a huge shout out to her. I wouldn't be able to be who I am really without her. Like she allows me to go play and doesn't bat an eye, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's awesome. She's great. I remember uh, when you guys were playing down here at the Gerardo Classic and she was cheering you on. I sometimes get intimidated <laughs> when I'm playing you because she's in my ear. <laughs> Not cheering like against us, you know, but we're rooting for you. Uh, but no. she's, she's definitely uh, a Class A bocce wife. And she's good at bocce from what, I, what I've watched. She is. So. She is. No, she is, man. So she's excited. She's playing this weekend, too. So she's, she's looking forward to it. So you mentioned, you know, with this, it will stay one day, and I love the idea of it staying one day. Regardless, we're going to play in it. But that brings up the question, and I've seen you comment on this thread. It was like, well, practice balls, right? You guys have played all these games, and why do you need practice? Just start the game, yada, yada. But what is your take on that, and do you agree or disagree that there should be some sort of shot clock involved for some teams who take a good – I don't know, half hour <laughs> to analyze their next shot. <laughs> I'm a, uh, I'm an advocate for a practice ball. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Same. Not ashamed of it. I like it. Um, Jimmy Pisano might have a problem with that, <laughs> but, um, you know, again, I, I, I like it. At least just give me one, some kind of a feel of the court. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially after you sit let's, for, let's move on. sometimes you, and sorry to interrupt you, but sometimes you no. sit for, an hour, two, three hours, you know, so it does help, especially if it's a, a, a facility like Wycliffe, we have nine courts, every court's different. So at least you could yep. watch. It's not necessarily about you getting the feel for it, which obviously that's the main part, but you could also look at other people's balls, see where the court's going. I mean, absolutely. I think it plays absolutely. Part in it. Yeah. And it's funny too, cause I mean, you, you mentioned, I mean, a lot of the guys are younger and you guys, especially, and I'm, I just turned 40. So it's not like I'm old, but you sit around for a half hour to 45 minutes, you're stiff, man. Like you're, you need to like loosen up before you get into it. So as, as sad as that sounds. No, it's reality. It's reality that we're all facing. <laughs> yes. 100%. What are the, uh, what are the games up to this weekend? 13. Okay. And then the loser's bracket the same? Same. Yep. All games are going to be up to 13. I do like that. I like that losers and winners the same. I will say, I appreciate that. Agree. Yeah, we were we were debating on whether all games were going to be going to be thirteen or we're going to go fourteen and twelve. Twelve is just not enough to me. 
Yeah. Well, it's only yeah. one point, but that one point can make a difference to oh, me. Without but. a doubt. It did, it did this weekend. Didn't we play up to 13 or 14? We played up to 14, and we went 13-13. No, they went 13-13. That one point, the yeah. Point. So it makes a difference. You're right. Every point matters. <laughs> 100%. How'd you do this past weekend? Where'd you guys end up? Not too good. We went one no? and two. Yeah, welcome to the club. Yeah, we lost bad uh, to Pete and Russ. Who won it? Yeah, who won it. I mean, they, 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 gave us, they, they gave it to us. They handed it to us. And then who was your second loss to? Excavator. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's a pretty good team. I mean, Jerry Jr. plays really well in that court. Yeah, I mean, Pasqualino, he didn't miss. Yeah. I mean, every every ball that I put close, it was gone before I even got to it to see it. He shoots fast. He shoots fast. Yeah, but I mean, they played well. Yeah, they played well, so. So, Chris, uh, sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, You're the VP of the Wycliffe Italian American Club, and a hot topic, at least a few times on this podcast, and especially where we're from down here because we belong to the Columbus Italian Club, is getting more people active, right? So, I mean, you know, you have young children. I'm sure they're active. I'm sure you're very busy. You know, what made you want to step up into a role like that? Um, you know, if you could give us a little description on why. That's a great question. Um, honestly, it's pride. You know, I, I when I joined the club, um, even before I joined the club, I saw, you know, the tournament and what they did and how they came together and, you know, organized this big event. You know, I, I kind of saw it and I wanted to be part of it. Um the years, as the years progressed as a member, just a general member, you know, some of the guys, some of the older gentlemen, for lack of better words, weren't, were no longer there. You know, they, they have, they passed or um, just couldn't do much anymore, you know? So, you know, we're relying on a lot of the younger members to step up to, to make a big difference. And it's definitely a um, roadblock that we're hitting. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we're trying, you know, yeah, I it's mean, hard. It's, it's a hard question to answer because I think every club has its different, unique 100% things to worry about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're, you know, I guess Columbus is, is lucky where we're located because we have a much younger demographic around here. So you get five to ten guys under 40, they have, you know, a couple friends each that might be interested. So we're, we're lucky in that aspect. If we were in a suburb, you know, 20, 30 minutes away from the city, it might be a little different. And I feel like, sure. you know. But, you know, I feel it with what you guys are doing and how successful these tournaments are and just the pride of, of the club, um, you know, guys like you, Luciano, all the other guys that we've had on our podcast, you know, I've – 100% faith that you guys will be able to figure that out. Like you said, and we talked with Paul DeSico and um, Charles Alberton on this podcast uh, about the group of guys you have when you throw these tournaments and how important it is that each guy has their role and they fulfill their roles. You know, that's something that even though we might have more members in our club, that doesn't mean that they're quality members that they're stepping up. And I'm not saying they sure. aren't. I'm just saying 
you know, it's it's admirable to see how many guys, I guess, uh, uh, are there to make not only the Memorial Tournament, especially the you know the Cleveland Challenge Cup of Bocce Tournament successful. No, absolutely. No, it's 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 a huge thing. Um, but again, I think it just comes from a sense of pride. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it, it comes from, you know, if an older gentleman can't do it anymore, you know, they, they just they don't have the the energy or the the, the manpower to do it. But um, you know, and again, I'd love to keep the tradition going. I'd love my kids to to be a part of it. You know, once they get that certain age, and definitely, uh, you know, just something to do with my kids too. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's why a lot of people join these clubs is to carry it down. To yeah, have, have those moments together. Uh, let's talk about the courts. I saw that you guys worked on some of the courts this year. Is that true? It, it, it is true. Yes, <laughs> it's true. How did that go? Um, to to be political about it, there's there's some positives and negatives. Um, and we had just have to work through the negatives in a positive way. Right. Uh, things are, things are going to get, take time to, to get to where we want them to be. Yeah. That's, that's every, yeah, I get that 100%. It happens. And then what's nice with you guys though, you guys have so many, uh, you have leagues that go throughout the week, right? Mm-hmm. And those will get played on and you, yeah. when you redo or not redo, when you update courts, it's just, it's how it goes. You have to just go through, run its course to just, you know, get Absolutely. to the point where they need to go. So it'll happen no, quick. And they'll get there. Oh, 100%. I think it's just a matter of time. Um, but they're a little, you know, they're different than they were last year. Um, and some good, some bad. Yeah, yeah, everyone's got to roll them. Underestimate the amount of work it takes to keep nine courts yeah. up, Cap. Like, <laughs> we have three, and people complain. Times that by three more. I can't imagine. It's a lot. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And, and the, the problem is it's, it's a matter of getting – the right amount of people to step up, mm-hmm. especially if, you know, as a club, we don't want to pay for somebody else to do the maintenance. It's also difficult to get the correct amount of people to help keep yeah. up with the maintenance. We relate hundred percent relate with that. So it, it's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. So this weekend, do you have any favorites in mind? We need, we need to give you, we need you to throw some teams out there. Obviously, ABV is at the top. Yeah, well, you got to name yeah. the, the top, the top couple teams is like ABV, the Baji Bros. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And the, and the funny part about it is, and I don't think you guys were there, but I remember seeing Anthony and his father years ago. It's probably had to be seven, eight, nine years ago at the Bria Fairgrounds. I went to school at Baldwin Wallace, wait so minute, I'm familiar wait, with that. Wait a minute, what what which Anthony? We're talking about this Anthony? Yeah. Oh yeah? Yeah. That's it was crazy. him and his father. I forgot who else you were playing with there, Anthony. And I remember they just they put it in the parking lot. They they put up, you know, six by sixes and yeah. put some stone down under a tent yeah. and called it a tournament at the Berea Fairgrounds. But neither here nor there. Um but you guys have come a long way. I mean, it, again, I've only seen you guys prior to the past few years a, a couple times. But um, you guys are a good team. It's not like you're a – nobody's a pushover anymore. Yeah. Without Everyone is good. Yeah. Yeah, I learned that this weekend. It was like every team there at Jerry's. Every team I look at your roster – because, I mean, obviously Chris helped collect the rosters. And you're like, man, these are 
good teams across the board. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. We, either way. I, even when when I was pulling the draw yesterday, or we were doing the draw yesterday, and I mean, Grant, I pulled. You know, we pulled Molasani concessions, and I'm like, shit, that's a rough team. But then, like, you got other teams going out there, going, shit, that's a rough team too. Right. Everyone, I mean, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Quick shout out to Paul Celine. He's playing with uh, Molasani concessions this weekend, and yeah. he's, he's a yeah. he's a star when it comes to pointing. He is, man. Good so I, I think it's interesting because I don't, I mean, I think the bocce bros, I mean, I'll give, I think a little bit of credit maybe is we've kind of shined the light on what's happening at these tournaments. And I feel like more people have gotten engaged and they know exactly when tournaments are in some cases. And everyone is starting to become a little bit more competitive. I think that social media aspects out there, they want to win. And I just feel like before there was only like three or four or five teams that were always competing at the end. Now it's like, it's like a toss up. You're like, I don't know who's going to win. It's well, you're a thousand percent right. I mean, when I first started playing, it was, I knew who was going to be there at the Cleveland challenge cup of bocce on Sunday. Yeah. I know it was always going to be Vondra brothers against JJ lighthouse. Right. You know, for, the, for 10 years, 15 years in a row that that was the championship game. Wow. You move along fast forward 10, 15 years. And you're like, I don't know. It could be anybody right now. Um, you know, the, the kind of stuff that ABV has brought to the table, the way they play is just, it's amazing. Um, I just, I take it upon consistency yeah. I mean, they very rarely ever change up the team. And I think that plays a huge part. Um, you know, yeah. on, top of, on top of being good players. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen that. I've seen, I mean, I know your team's pretty consistent. Like you said, ABV. I mean, there's players that you at least find two or three that are always there together. And I've noticed that those tend to go farther than most because you, you kind of have that jive, you know, in, in partnership. Absolutely. But, but. Well, it's, it's just it's funny. I mean, you see those teams that are always there and you just see them fire each other up. You know, I, I keep on dwelling on it if you want. But I mean, you got Croce. I mean, he's, you know, if, if, if Dennis misses a couple, Croce's on his ass. And right. then, you know, Dennis turns it around. You know what I mean? So it's like they know what they have to do to, to flip that switch. You know, it's like, over I don't know, over the top, man. Turn the, turn the hat around. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready to do it. That's from, uh, that's I'm sure it's from other movies, but the movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone when he's the truck driver. Over the top. <laughs> is that what the name is? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Went over the top of my that's head. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Great movie. I mean, <laughs> I, I watched that, I think, a couple months ago. I love that. Yeah, but I mean, as far as frontrunners, I mean, I of course I want to say my team is up at the top. Yeah. But, um, you know, you got ABV, you got, um, you know, Frank, you you know, Pete. Um, Molsani 4. What's up I, with I, the, the numbers of Molsani's? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they come up with them. I don't know what they do. I think they get mad, though, if someone takes their number. I've yeah. learned that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what though? I gotta say, one team that I'm that is random as hell is suspect for. With Russ Stewie, Matt, and James Oma. That is a, yeah. that is a suspect for. <laughs> it, it's it's a scary team on paper, man. I agree. I completely agree with that. It's a very scary, very scary team. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be a blast. It is. It is. 
Chris, who are your top pointers in bocce? Oh, Jesus. Um, there's so many out there, man. I mean, are you talking Cleveland? Are you talking Youngstown, PA? What are you talking? I mean, I, I mean, me- first names that come to mind, Pete, Russ, um, I mean, the Fabata, Dennis, you know, uh, Dom. Yeah. I mean, you got so many guys. I mean, yeah, that's a tough question. I, I like the the what you did though. For, first to come to mind, I think that's what what we wanted right there. Yeah, and I, I yeah, would just just the first people to come to my mind are there. You know what I mean? Just I don't know. There's there's so many, so many. Should we get into the? That was a fun question. Should we get into the other fun questions we have? Let's do it. Yeah. So well, before that, Chris, we have a couple segments left. Uh, but before we move on, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about regarding this weekend? We good? I don't think so. I mean, it, it's just, again, you know, as as always, you know, we really appreciate the support from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you guys have transformed this game. You know, I'll give all of the props to you guys. Um, you have spread the, 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 the information about this game. There's been websites built before you know, bocce tournaments and stuff like that that have never been successful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you guys have turned that around. I think what helps is, you know, you have these youngish kids come in and we, we're not like loud or anything on social media. We are promoting the game and all of that. But, you know, the older generations and bocce or the bocce community in general could be like, who the hell are these guys? you know, trying to do this and that. They haven't even been to these tournaments, blah, blah, blah. But no one's done that. Everyone's just like, hey, yeah. how are you? Yeah. You know, come over here. Yeah. Come stay at my house. Like, so nice. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's, that helps a lot when when everyone's so welcoming and receiving to us. Uh, because we are. We're, we're just, tr- you know, genuinely trying to have fun and, and enjoy bocce. And, uh, oh, yeah, man. Hey, and you know what? To, to be honest with you, if they can have cornhole on ESPN – I mean, what the hell? Let's yeah, let's make this game out there. You know what I mean? It's, and, it's and that's that's one thing that has been in my mind recently is, and then you guys are going to be a big part of this too because you just uh, invested in your streaming equipment. It's we have to promote the game in a way where it looks like it is, where it looks fun. It is yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, so you have to invest in the equipment, and we have to do the editing to to spruce these games up. So. Hopefully very soon we we know how to do that and we're able to to show ESPN or whoever it is like hey like come fucking check us out because this is a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean since since uh, dodgeball has ESPN the Ocho man, we can go to Nueva or whatever the hell they want to call it, you know. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I'm uh, I'm trying. I'm, I got a, a a tip. I'm trying to get the Ocho at the Champion uh, held at Wycliffe next next year. The singles. So I'm, I'm trying to – I've got some, some contacts I'm trying to make that happen. Yeah. Hey, man, it, <laughs> I think it would be cool as hell. Yeah, 100%. I mean, can you imagine seeing something like that on SportsCenter, like top 10? Yeah, it's just like, I mean, seeing or the people top, you top know. Top 10, one yeah. of the two. <laughs> yeah, one of the, yeah, one of the other. <laughs> All right. So the next segments are just questions from Instagram or social media in general. These are from, from our followers. And then we have a rapid fire segment uh, segment where we're going to ask you 10 questions and you got to the rapid fire, the bing yeah. bong, the rapid bong. Fi- bing hey, bong. yo. 
All right. So first questions from the internet, and we all could chime in on this. From Darren Spensiero, he is from Columbus, the, uh, the Columbus Italian Club. Great dude. He asked, if you could have one NBA player as a bocce partner, who would it be? Now, I can answer this first because I thought about it, and it has to do with touch, being a good basketball player just because you're competitive and an athlete, and you're, he's a good golfer. So I'm going with Steph Curry, even though I don't, you know, the whole Cleveland <laughs> – Golden State thing annoys Ooh. me. So um, the question specifies, so I'll extend it and make the parameters. NBA, former or active NBA player, and it's Larry Legend all day. That dude Larry Bird, has got the touch. That's so true. He's got the touch. Fuck. He ain't going to lose, <laughs> I His guarantee you. His hands are you. too big. Oh, exactly. He'll <laughs> volo shooter. it. Yeah, he'll volo it, but uh, walk I, it off. I'll go with Kobe because I actually was in the Mamba mentality before Bocha games. There you go. Mamba. You know, it, it's funny. I was actually first guy that came to my mind, which is kind of comical. And it, I look back and or I think back and it does not make any sense at all. <laughs> it was Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Rodman. <laughs> He'd be good on IMBS. Yeah, he, he definitely. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the first thing that I thought about. But That's perfect. I mean, you're, you're looking at one of my favorite basketball players. You're looking at it's all old old school guys anyway. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Shit, my, exactly. my wife just got me a. Sean Kemp jersey for my birthday, oh, you know, so classic. it's like, those are, those are the guys that I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. I remember my brother, older brother had, we have an older brother, shout out to Bobby. He had, yeah. he had Sean Kemp shoes. And of course, as the second child, I got the hand me down, but I really <laughs> wanted those Sean Kemp, Sean Kemp shoes, even though they were big on me at the time. I, put, I rocked those baby. I don't have the jumping ability as he did. But. You still have them? No, nah, I wish. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> They'd be worth something. Yeah. All right, from our guy Vincenzo, our intern. <laughs> Have you ever been to Italy, Chris? No. No worries. Uh, we'll do this. Favorite length of bocce courts? 64. 64. Is that what Wycliffe is? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. And what is Molisani, if you know? I believe 64. Oh, well. okay. Okay, What gotcha. about Jerry's? What was Jerry's? Mm. Jerry's is like under 60, I think. Yeah, those are a little shorter. I like uh, Okay, while we're on the courts, back wall live or back wall dead? Alive. Yeah. yeah. Wild Wild West Abaji. 100%. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of it. From our dude, Marco Orlando. Shout out to Marco. Who is everyone's celebrity crush? <laughs> celebrity crush? Do you know? Yeah. That's easy for me. <laughs> I just recently guess. changed mine. Mine's always been Eva Mendes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, going back, going back, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Salma Hayek. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. She's good. I'm just, Anthony routed that off way too quickly. He's <laughs> like, oh, this is easy. <laughs> we need to get that. I mean, Salma Hayek's like my second. Yeah. So, I mean. There you go, one and two. One A, one B. Uh, mine for the, for the longest time used to be Rihanna. Yeah. Um, but she got pregnant, and <laughs> <laughs> so, so I changed it. Now. I changed it to a local, local weather woman, <laughs> uh, Channel Four Columbus, Andrea Anderson. So if she's listening, uh, that's my my, my celebrity crush. <laughs> well, you you liked Rihanna until she was she got pregnant and beat. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> I actually, you know, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the girl in Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, Margot Robbie. Ooh, yeah. yeah. 
That'll that'll be that's the first one. I that just watched that. New, she's nice. gonna be the new. Uh, she's in, just got casted in Pirates of the Caribbean. Rumors have it. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, with not Johnny Depp. Not Johnny Depp. Oh, wait. We'll, we'll talk about that later. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Chris is laughing like, oh, "What am I in for?" <laughs> From Jimmy uh, Farito. Yeah, Jimmy, my boy Jimmy. I like Jimmy. Over under ten point five drinks for Jimmy Paisano this weekend. I think that's over by 10 a.m. I was going to say, what hour? I was about to say, is that 10 and a half an hour? <laughs> yeah, or? that's literally, yeah, over. That's a, If you bet the under, you're, you're going to win a yeah. lot of money if you hit it. <laughs> yeah, whoever takes the under is a fool. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I got one here from Kate Federico. Who's the prettiest girl in the world? <laughs> <laughs> Skip. Next question. Of course, my wife. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Love it. All right. You want to go to rapid fire questions? Yeah, the bing bong rapid fire questions. All right. So we'll have music in this. Pretend there's music playing right now. So we're going to go. You have to think about this and answer as as quickly as you can. Ready? Off the rip. All right. Is Johnny Depp innocent or guilty? Innocent. Best bocce player in Wycliffe? Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) You think that's bad? In Wycliffe? Yeah. I'm going Frank to solo. Okay. Love me some Frank. Shout out to Frank. Are aliens real? No. Home Alone 1 or 2? 1. <laughs> if you had to be a Disney character, which one would you be? I'd kill myself. <laughs> Damn. That's strong. <laughs> you look like Gaston to me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably the beast. Yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. go. There you go. Best courts to play on. I'm saying Molasani because they're true. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, although I take that back, Jerry's no doubt. Uh, that's a lot of people say that one. A lot of people say. Sorry, that I one. take that back. Jerry's yeah. is no doubt. <laughs> All right. All right. Don't yell at us for this one. Wycliffe or Club Molasani? You, that's more of a joke. You don't have to answer. We don't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> I, I I love both clubs. Yeah, great answer. Great answer. Yeah, that's what we. What a political answer. Yeah. No, no, I'm serious though. Like I, I love both clubs. Yeah. I, I don't give a shit if I'm on the board at INA or not. It, it's I love that club, but I also love the guys at yeah. Molasan. Real quick before we get right, how could you not love both of them? Oh, they're, they're the best. Right? They're, it's a win-win to have if great if clubs like that. If you're listening, and for me either, that's that was asked as a joke, and yeah. Thanksgiving or Christmas? Christmas. Indians, Browns, or the Cavaliers? Browns. All right. Last question. Favorite bocce, bro? Damn, I got to choose one before you go, you guys? Yeah. Don't forget Carmen Marinucci also. He's, <laughs> he's not here right now. but I'm going Paul. I'm yeah. Paul. Love that. <laughs> Paul's the goat. Paul had an unbelievable weekend. I thought he played he extremely played really well. well. He played really well. Way better. Man, than I thought I loved his dad, man. Your dad's awesome. Yeah. He, is, he is the man. Dad's I can dad. attest to that. All you that. guys are awesome, so I can't pick any one of you guys. Bless. Oh, bless. Sure. Well, that was, sure. the, that was the rapid fire questions. Nothing too, nothing too pressing, so we appreciate your participation. Um, but do we, should we do the, his favorite? Uh, oh, yeah. So to, to end the podcast, we always ask our, our guests their favorite uh, bocce moment. 
And we understand that could be a tough question to answer, right? So if you have a couple, feel free to answer, but uh, go ahead, man. Moment, memory, Moment, uh, memory. tournament that yeah. you experienced, uh, good times, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that there's a, there's a favorite moment. Um, I learned a lot of this game from a couple people. One guy, he's, he's passed. Um, Lou Fatika's father, Mike. Um, he taught me a lot about this game. But as far as a special moment, I'd probably say when Contero rolled in during the high stakes. Um, every single one of us, the, every single one of the four of us were lights out all day long. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Not, it's not to sound cocky because I'm the least cocky person, but we deserved to win that tournament. We played outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um I'll throw out my boy PJ, man. PJ Micheletti was lights out. Ron Rear was lights out. And Contero was lights out, too, man. There's nothing better so, than oh, that. That was my moment. Was yeah. uh, And that's, uh, I mean, a beautiful moment. Now, did was PJ on your team? Yep. Oh, PJ was on your team? All right. I just... Uh, yep. <laughs> I told him the story. Yeah, we, we were. Oh, that's the best. We we played at cr- the crickets tournament, and I told PJ, and I was sitting next to PJ and Joe Plumbo. We played water tight in the championship. Joe Plumbo was in Mexico, so he wasn't there. So I had to tell Joe the story. So it's like in the championship, and PJ's sitting there, standing there, right, and he's waiting to roll. But everyone's arguing about what they should do next. So he's standing there like this, ball right <laughs> tucked, you know, tucked lower chest, and he goes, "Whose point is it?" And then Sean New yells, it's, it's red, you know? So that's when PJ then slowly looks down at the ball, realizes he, he's green, not red, and goes, ah, fuck. <laughs> I was standing next to him, and this happened, and I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, I was dying. Because I've been that, like, I've been there before. <laughs> we all had a couple drinks yeah. that evening during you know, the, the day. It was so funny. He's like, oh, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. It's perfect, <laughs> perfect yeah. timing. So shout out to PJ. Yeah. Shout out to PJ. Yeah, yeah. No, I, again, man, I, I can't, I can't say the amount of friendships that I've built throughout the years because of this game alone. Mm. Um, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. One hundred percent. I feel like, you know, there's a few of my friends, and they don't mean it in a negative way. They're like, oh, you're going to another bocce tournament, you know? Like they're happy that what you know they see the success uh, of everything going on. Uh, and I'm like, man, I wish you guys would just come, like, check it out and, and play a little even and, and just get into it because I truly, like, I, I love it. I, I really, like, I texted my wife when I was <laughs> at Jerry's last weekend. I'm like, I'm having a, a blast. Like, I've, I've known these guys for less than a year. Like, it's just, it's so much fun. It is. And uh, we're oh, lucky to do it again this Saturday. So we really appreciate you know, your efforts and and making this happen. Um, If you guys are listening, uh, I've worked with Chris on getting rosters. So we're going to post rosters as well as the bracket on our website. And I'm sure Wycliffe will be doing the same thing on their Facebook page. Um, So take a look at that. You could check out who's playing who and who's on each roster. And I think this should be a new normal. Yeah, L- listen to, to me, uh, please. Uh, tournament directors out there, uh, just send another message out there. Get ask for the turn the, the roster if they have it. You know, when they get a chance, I think that would just help uh, get some more notoriety out there and an idea of who people are playing, make it a little more fun. So, uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I haven't been able to play in as many tournaments as you and Anthony this year, and 
as a spectator, you know, I'm, I'm looking to see if I might be at dinner or just hanging out at the house and I'm on my Instagram or Facebook looking at who's live right now and I want to watch. And then I look at the brackets and I'm like, oh, well, there's, you know, Lucky You is playing so-and-so. I'm like, well, who the hell's on Lucky You? Like, I don't know, you know. So to be able to right. go and, like, look at that, which Wycliffe did do this uh, for the Ch- uh, Cleveland Challenge Cup where you guys yeah, had a – They had the tourney app. Yeah, the, which was perfect. The, the yeah, and, and I think something like that would be great to, con- to to do moving forward. I'm sure there's a cost affiliated with that, but uh, in regards to bracket times, getting notifications, all that stuff. But yeah, to be honest with you, I don't I don't know. And if it is, it's very minimal. It's yeah. not it's not anything outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they asked me if if I wanted to use it for this this tournament, and I just said no for now. But I mean, I'll definitely look into it next year. And, yeah think we'll be fine this yeah things like that but um it was funny last night and i don't i don't, I don't mean to keep you no we're marco good. marco uh texted me yesterday he goes what you should tell the the bocce bros when you're when you're on their podcast is wait a second i want to interview you <laughs> <laughs> you should have done it we would have we would have loved it <laughs> <laughs> but i do have a question for you yeah um is it is it the money that's involved or is it for the trophy and the pride, the props? What is it? I got this one. Chris, have you ever seen us win any money? <laughs> <laughs> so It doesn't matter. It definitely ain't well, about the play? money. It's, all I'm saying is why do you play? It, the pride, man. I love the just – I'm. we're all competitive as hell, um, you know, with, with, in any aspect. We just grew up in a very competitive family, Chris and I, and Anthony is competitive as well. Um, so I just love to compete, and it's just it's fun. I love to win, and it's it's so competitive too. I wouldn't be competing if I didn't have fun, and if I didn't look forward to it. Like I, I wake up Friday, knowing there's a you know either a tournament that night, or uh, I know that I'm leaving for a tournament, and it's not like Christmas morning, but it's close. <laughs> it's like man, I get to go see all these guys, you know, <laughs> or or you know you show up to a tournament and you're like, oh shit, I haven't seen you and you know, a couple months, like you forget all the people that you've met along the way and, and that show yeah. up. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's definitely, me, hold on one second. It's definitely not about the money for us because, you know, being in Columbus, we're two and a half hours away, two hours away from all the action. So we're, we're doing a lot of traveling similar to Kentucky and shout out to those guys. You know, oh, we, yeah. I'm sure, you know, everyone <laughs> in Cleveland feels the same way in Youngstown as well. When they see them at the tournaments, um, you know, it's 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 awesome to see that, but it's it's all about the love of the game, and we found our identity in it, and we want to, you know, con- continue to see that that happen. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think I echo everything they say, and then, you know, for me, I think Chris, when you saw me play with my dad and my grandpa and my other grandpa or my grandpa's brother, it's just kind of also that memory of just that's what I've been doing for 15, 16 years. And it's just family and friends and just continuing that tradition. And I want my son, you know, once he's old enough to, to play with me and um, I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm with you. Dante, did is you it just old kick- enough to play with you or good enough to play with you? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be starting training soon. He's six. So I got, he's got one more year and then he's on the training. Uh, my, session. my 12 year olds already asking dad, when can I play? With I you? love it's that. Still- it, it's still like, uh, well, son, you still need some practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple more years. A couple more years and he'll, he'll start. <laughs> so, 
but guys, man, I really, I truly appreciate you having me on. It was a good time. And, um, you know, I, I truly appreciate you guys. Yeah. yeah. Likewise, Likewise Chris. man. Can't wait. Yeah. Salute. And we'll see you in a couple of days, Saturday at Wycliffe Italian American club. Sounds good. Gentlemen, you guys take care. All right. Salute. Take, take care. Chris. This episode is sponsored by Club Molisani, located in Wycliffe, Ohio. The 2022 Club Molisani Charities Invitational Bocce Tournament, which will be held June 24th through 26th. They had 64 teams last year and are looking to do the same this year. $240 per team, 100% payout. It is a double elimination style tournament. USBF International Rules, the back wall is dead. They have five beautiful synthetic courts, a cigar lounge. There will be live entertainment all weekend. Rick and Sharon on Friday. On Saturday, DJ Umberto Flippelli, Italian DJ he is. Live streaming games, cash bar, and food for purchase. Raffles, prizes, and merchandise all weekend. Not to forget Rick the Magician, which will be there on Sunday. So please join us June 24th through 26th at Club Molasani.